Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Bucket. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on in here to episode 70. I am your host, not Simo Bucket, but Ant Stars here. Uh, after a cool, cool night of basketball last night, the second to last night before the All-Star break, we are here on a 6 p.m. Eastern edition of the show. This is episode 70, guys. We are 7 Tenths of the way to 100, if you like to do fractions. Uh, we are three and a half fifths of the way to 100. We are 1.75 out of two and a half on the, on the way to 100. We are really moving. Um, we are really grooving at this point. And, and I mean, we're, we're about to hit the stretch run, guys. We got tonight, we got the all-star break, and then we have the stretch run. Uh, we do have Chris here. For a small, small period of time, I know he's at work. Chris, what's going on, my man? Oh, busy, busy. You know how it is when I work at night. Uh, I gotta, gotta get it going. Gotta get it working. And uh, we're doing the night show tonight so that we can have our all star break and we can relax and and just kind of take our mind off the sport of basketball. Even though it is a big time weekend from an entertainment perspective on the weekend of the all star break. So no show tomorrow, but uh, it should be a good one. Andrew, what are you excited for this weekend and on the all star break? Well, I, you know, I know a lot of people who don't like the All-Star game, but I think there's just a big group of people who like to hate on All-Star games in general. <laughs> you know, the NHL fix theirs. I think the NBA is just perfect. The Pro Bowl sucks. I'm not even going to argue that. And then the MLB is just such a tradition. But I think this is the 85th, 86th year or something like that, that that's never going to change. Um, but, you know, I'm excited for that, obviously. But being a Pistons fan, I have I, – haven't seen a Piston in the All-Star game in almost a decade, okay? Yeah. And now I get Andre Drummond not only in the All-Star game, but in the slam dunk contest. I mean, I he's a big, huge dude. He's going to have to do a lot of the type of things Dwight Howard did to win it. I think it's still going to be Zach Levine's title for the next four or five years, but until people get sick of seeing him do the same thing. Uh, but I'm really, really excited for that. And then the skills challenge with all the big guys, I, I or both big guys, I think it's Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins, that's going to be cool. Dude, it's just going to be a fun weekend of basketball. And, you know, even more importantly, I guess, I'm really excited to see, you know, my, my Pistons who have lost three straight and are now the ninth seed in the East, half a game out of the playoffs. 
Uh, get some rest because they need it, man. They're getting beat up. They they had the same starting lineup 41 games in a row to start the season. And then you look last night, and three of their five starters were out against the Nuggets. So the rest is needed. I'm excited for the game. I'm excited for the contest. What about you, man? Well, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm excited for all the things you just mentioned about the All-Star break. Obviously, the All-Star weekend on Saturday night. Uh, obviously, the All-Star game itself. But I think what I'm more in- intrigued about is what you just said. We First of all, we get a break here on the Hooper's Log. Like you said, se- episode 70, unbelievable. I mean, I-, I was just thinking about it the other day, like, damn, we have been going hard since the opening like weekend, since November 2nd. We have been going hard every single day outside of holiday days. It's been crazy. And now we finally get a little bit of a relaxing day, and uh, that's what I'm excited about. But the other thing I'm really pumped about is after the All-Star Game festivities conclude on Sunday night, that's when you start to see GMs really, really get into just grind mode of, okay, we have three days till the, All-Star, till the, till the trade deadline. Who are we going to move and why and for what reason? And obviously, like you said, the rest will be a huge thing. Seeing what will happen at the trade deadline for those three days, which will be on the radio for starting next week on Monday, same time, same place, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern here on CLNS Radio. But um, we'll be starting off then and, and obviously episode 71 on Monday. But it is going to be, I'm telling you, that those three days with college basketball really, really kicking into high gear, and obviously with the trade deadline and the stretch run, we're going to be working our tails off, really getting you the, the top stories and the top things going on in the Hoopers. That's really what I'm waiting for is the rest and the trade deadline coming on up. Uh, Andrew, i got to get back to work, buddy. I was excited to call in finish it out buddy and uh, i'll see you on uh, on monday we'll, we'll chat a little bit over the weekend but definitely uh, I'll, I'll talk to you on monday buddy hey hey real quick i gotta ask you one yeah. thing real quick before you go if, if yeah. there's one trade you think possible and i'm putting you on the spot i didn't talk to you about this before the show or anything i'm putting you on the spot i hope you guys want one trade you think possible that could happen at this trade of mine what is that trade who's getting moved and where is it going oh i think i think the biggest possible trade will i'll give you two one of them is a more broad general one expect the celtics to make a big move i don't know who they're going to get i really don't know what's going to happen but it, it something tells me that they're going to make a big move and not really trade necessarily a lot of what they currently have they might trade a couple pieces but they're probably going to move someone or move a guy in the developmental league and move a draft pick, and they're going to get they're going to get someone huge. I don't know who it's going to be. There's a lot of guys out there potentially they could grab, but they need one piece, and that one piece could be coming through, and that could really push them over the top. But I think if you were to put me on the spot and tell me who I think is going to be traded, I think Blake Griffin. I think Blake Griffin's going to be gone. I don't. I don't. They don't need him anymore. That team is playing fine without him. They've been playing outstanding without him. And I, I feel like, and I've said this throughout the season, I think he's really been kind of a non-factor on that team overall. And if they can trade him for some serious pieces and really find a way to gel better without him and get some future draft picks and get some guys to really help reload them in the future and maybe even help someone for this year, that's what will really push them over the top and become a, a, a Final Four contender in the, in the Western Conference. Because as we know, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Golden State, they're all legitimate NBA Finals contenders, you make the case, heading into the All-Star break. But the Clippers, I picked them to win the Finals this year, and, and they have the talent to do so. They just haven't been playing that way. And I think if they just add one more guy, get rid of Blake Griffin, which is crazy to say, but if they get rid of Blake and they find a way to add one more piece and add future pieces, this team might be going into the stretch run thinking, okay, this is what we have to do. This is where we need to be. And we are set at the perfect position because they'll be underdogs compared to Golden State, 
the, the Spurs and Oklahoma City, they're underdogs heading into the playoffs. They really are. And I think if they find a way to get rid of that, that just Blake Griffin's been super talented, but if they find a way to get rid of him and use him in a trade effectively, which I think is going to happen, that will be where you see the Clippers really take stride and be a huge, huge dark horse heading into the postseason, which is weird to say. It's really, really odd to say, but I could see it happening. Anything else, Andrew, before I get out of here? No, dude, that is all I got for you. Thank you for calling in, dude. No problem. Absolutely. Enjoy the show, everybody. Please enjoy it. It's going to be awesome. We'll be back on Monday after tonight. Take it away, Andrew. Have a good time at work. Yeah, and and that's that's the the main topic for today. I know we're going into the All-Star break, but what are we going to talk about? Who's going to score the most points at the All-Star break? We can talk about who's going to win slam dunk contest. But, I mean, that's all guesses. It's it's all guesses. Um, So the main thing I really want to talk about getting towards this time Call in with your trades. I don't care if you want an NBA trade machine and try to 100,000. Call in with a trade that you think could happen. The number is 323-642-1558. All right, one more time, 323-642-1558. We're here on CLNS Radio and Blog Talk Radio. This is the Hooper's Vlog, episode 70. Guys, that, that is insane to me. I've missed, you know, probably 10 out of the last 20, but... But we're still here. Um, you know, and the report came out today about Dwight Howard. Uh, could Dwight Howard be moved? Could Dwight Howard be moved in a trade with, with Blake Griffin? Uh, you know, I, I, that's very, very unlikely because there's this guy named DeAndre Jordan, and that'd be an awkward fit. But Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin, I think those are two names that could move. Um but the the Rockets, you're not going to be able to fully rebuild with James Harden on your team. James Harden is the type of guy where, you know, you run into the problem of he's going to get you towards that AP. Uh looks like we do have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, what is your name? Uh, Michael. Uh, how's it going, Andrew? What is going on, Michael? Michael, what is your trade suggestion? If that's what you got, if you got something else to talk about, ask what's going on, dude. Well, kind of. Um, see something on Twitter yesterday about how Jeff Teague took all his Atlanta Hawks stuff off his Instagram. I was just wondering if you, like, saw anything about that. I haven't heard any, like, reputable sources on it, but what did you think about that? Do you think the Hawks are going to Yeah, I – I went and I checked it out afterwards, and I was not uh, – I've never seen Jeff Teague's Instagram up to that point. Um, not really much of a Jeff Teague Instagram stalker, um, but uh, there was no photos with anything Atlanta Hawks. I mean, there was uh, there was nothing. It's not a coincidence. He's heard the trade rumors. He's angry. People don't – people don't – you know, imagine if you heard that your bosses were – trying to transfer you to a different place because they thought somebody else could help out the franchise or the place you work better. You're angry. You're, you know, you're thinking about mm-hmm. quitting. You're, everything's running through your head. Uh, so I think Jeff T, he, he might as well start packing now because he's out of Atlanta, I think. I think Al Horford's going to be right behind him. And if they're smart, they'll just do the whole thing and get Paul Millsap off there. Um, why I mean, kind of start rebuilding? And, I mean, Kyle Corbett, get rid of all of them. Get as many pieces as you can. Those guys' value is extremely high still from last year. And I think I think that's their best option. But, and let me – you know what? You're here. Let me get your opinion. Do you think they should go full rebuild, or do you think this 
above average Eastern Conference team should should keep going at it. The Hawks? Yeah. Uh, man, if they would have done something, they would have done it by now, you know what I'm saying? I think I think yeah. it might be time. I mean Dennis Schroeder, he's young and cool. They got a couple other pieces. Ken Bazemore is not a bad young player. I mean, they got some yeah. youth. They just it, it, Exactly. And those are those are pieces where you can build around and get high draft picks at the same time. Dennis Schroeder and Kent Bazemore aren't gonna get you a whole bunch of W's without some real talent around them. So those are the building mm-hmm. blocks that you want to start a rebuild with. Um and, and I, I think I think that's I think where that's where the Hawks definitely definitely need to go. Yeah, get a good draft pick for once. Exactly, exactly. Well thank you for calling in, Michael. Uh shout again, shout out to Michael. We haven't had a caller on here in a while. Um Michael, we're gonna get in touch with you after this. We're gonna figure out where you live and we're gonna get you some gifts. How's that sound? Uh, that sounds good, man. Long time listener, first time caller. Keep doing your thing. Always great. Always great to hear. I appreciate it, man. See ya. Yeah, and, and and Jeff Teague, Al Horford, those are other guys that are extremely, I mean, extremely interesting. Um, there's been a lot of rumors that the Pistons are either going to go after Al Horford a free agency after this year or try to trade for him. Oh, I think that's a perfect fit along on, alongside Andre Drummond. Now, San Antonio really likes high-volume three-point shooters. Um, see Hito Turklu, Richard Lewis, uh, Ersan Ilyasova, Anthony Tolliver. See those guys for who Stan Van Gundy likes to play alongside his dominant center. But, you know, Al Horford is so good at a variety of things, defense, his mid-range. He can step back and shoot a three. He's not going to shoot it a ton. And he can play center. So if Andre Drummond gets in a little bit of foul trouble, that's when you can go to Ersan at the four, Al Horford at the five. So I think Al Horford is, is a huge trade option for the Pistons and for a lot of other teams because I think they, that he can really, um, you know, push – push the limits of a team like the Pistons. And let's face it, Ersan Ilyasova is one of the worst defensive players in the league. He can take a charge. He can block a shot every once in a while. But he gets lazy. Uh, his offensive game is so inconsistent. Um, he, he takes some of the dumbest shots you'll ever see. I, I, if you can tell, I'm not a big fan at all. Um, now, let's see. So we, we went over Dwight. Dwight could be tra- I don't know who's going to take Dwight. He's expected to opt out, and he's going to get another huge contract because the NBA owners are stupid. The guy, I mean, he's not – he's done for how great he was. He's still going to be a good, above-average, very good player, near all-star, but he's not going to be this dominant center that's going to lead you to a NBA Finals or anything even close. Um, you, you know, and, and there's there's so many more things you could do. Now, I don't think Al Horford is that guy either. I don't think Al Horford is the type of guy who you want to be your third piece in a big three because I don't think he's a championship-quality player. Um, now, the Pistons will be trying to build that type of thing, but really kind of a big four. The, the Pistons are trying to build the go-to-work Pistons again, where you play defense and you make threes. Um, they, they really want Reggie to be just like Chauncey, except Reggie's more of a, of a drive-and-kick kind of guy than a shoot-three kind of guy. But that three-pointer is much, much improved. Um, you look at the two, you have one of the best perimeter defenders in the league in Contavious caldwell Pope. Three right now is Marcus Morris, but eventually it's going to be Stanley Johnson, who's right now, he, dude, he's 19. He's going to be in his prime nine years from now. 
nine in two thousand and twenty five Stanley Johnson will be starting his prime. I mean, that's insane. Um you you got Stanley, uh you got and then the four is where the question is, who's your four of the future? It can't be Ursan Ilyasova. It can't be Anthony Tolliver. So you're going to have to find one. Do you want it to be Al Horford? Do you want to go in the draft and get another one? Um, and then you have your five in Andre Drummond, who as many people think he's a huge, great defender. He's really not. Five blocks last night, that was one of his better defensive games. But, you know, he's not this, this great, great defender. He's, he's above average when he wants to be. The effort, the consistency on that end is something that needs to be worked on. And he really needs to learn to defend without fouling because when you see him really defend, that's when the fouls start to come through, and that's when they run into a lot of trouble. Um, but but let's get to some of the games last night. We're only going to go over a couple. Um, you know, I, I said it was going to be a short show. Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Let's start. Spurs and Magic. Man, this, this was one crazy ending. The, the the Magic outscored the Spurs by 18 points in the second and third quarter. Um, they they ran rough shot over them, and then the Spurs came back, outscored the Magic by by 14 in the fourth, and they outscored them by six in the first. But it, it, Kawhi Leonard hit a shot with .8 seconds left to take the lead. And then a full court, the, the most beautiful pass I've ever seen. Alfred Payton, only chance is a reverse layup. And he blew it. I mean, nine times out of ten, the shot's getting made. I know Alfred Payton can't play a lick off. Man, it was there. He could have won that game. Uh, Evan Fournier continued to play great. Uh, Aaron Gordon's growth is unreal. He's at 14 rebounds last night. And how bad the Magic have been playing is disappointing, but you are seeing the individual talent that they just need to mesh. And this is a year where, you know, Victor Oladipo is supposed to take that step, and he hasn't at all. He's good. He's not great. Um, the Pistons were beat by the Nuggets. The Pistons have now allowed over 100 points in something like 12 out of 13 games. They just aren't getting it done. It's it's that simple. They need this all-star break probably more than any team in the entire league. They're hurt. They're tired. They're, Stan Van Gundy's going to, you know, film, 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 film come this all-star break. And then the game of the night, the Cavaliers beat the Lakers one twenty to one eleven. Um, it was it, it was cool to see. I mean, us fans, we have this huge LeBron or Kobe, LeBron or Kobe. But you see on the court, that's not what they want. It, it's the Lakers or the Cavs, and it's it's whoever can get the win. And LeBron said at the end, they're like, well, Kobe, if you were at the end of your career, would have been trying to kill you. He's like, well, my version of killing is winning, and. and that's I think both of them have that mindset. They just go about it in different ways. Um, and, and I really think that that this was this was awesome to see as as a diehard NBA fan. It was surreal. Um, it was kind of sad because these are the games I always look forward to. Him against KD. Him against Kobe. Him against Steph Curry. Him against you know it, the the great players is really what I look forward to. And and you know this was the number one you would look forward to. It, they they were. This, this was almost the NBA final in '09, uh, or maybe 2010. But um, it, it took Rashard Lewis going in God mode to keep this finals from happening. And you know, it, it would have been it would have been the greatest, the most remembered finals ever, more than likely. Um, the Celtics beat the Clippers in OT. Chris Paul went nuts: 35 points, 13 assists. 
Um, he is just unreal. I think they do need to trade Blake, but I don't think they need to trade him pieces. I think they got to find a star for star swap. Um, the Warriors beat the Suns mm-hmm. 112 to 104. That is by a lot less points than I thought. Uh, you saw Markeith Morris um, choke Archie Goodwin. Um, a lot of the Pistons fans that I talk to want Markeith Morris. I think that's just silly. Why go for a guy who's going to choke his own teammate? And him and his brother both had that attitude, terrible attitude, when when they were on Phoenix. And Marcus's has basically gone away. Marcus is still a tough guy, still get text, still get in your face, but it's not this terrible, poor attitude. It's just this competitive, you know, I want to win so bad attitude. Um, and, and that's that's a trade I'm not all for, but I wouldn't be completely opposed. Because if you get Marquise Morris and you don't give up a, a key, key piece anywhere, maybe, you know, his value is lower right now than it ever has been, you could be looking at a bench of Brandon Jennings, uh Let's see, your two guard, the, who's been playing the two, Darren Hilliard, who's proven he belongs in the NBA. He's proven he he can he can stay, he can play, he can play defense, he can pass, he can shoot. Um, then for now, your three would be Stanley Johnson. Your four would either be Marcus or Markeith Morris. And Markeith is not this way better than Marcus player we saw he was on Phoenix. They, Marcus might be the better player. And then you'd have a five of Aaron Baines, who might be the most underrated player in the entire NBA. That guy comes off the bench. He does what you need him to do, but, but in a, in a, more, but normally you associate more with fancy and big numbers, but it's not. It, he, puts his in, he puts his mark on the game when he's in there, and then he gets out. He, he does his business plain and simple. He's a guy that every team would love to have. Um, so that'd be another interesting trade. Uh, you know, that's, that's really all the time we got here, guys. I, I know it's a short show, um, but that that's just how it's got to go sometimes. Oh, this is the Hoopers Log. That was episode 70. Um, tomorrow we won't be here. I think we'll be back Monday. Talk about all the festivities of the weekend. Go to the NBA trade machine. Do your thing. Go watch the games. Go watch the dunk contest. Let's try to make the dunk contest fun and not just complain about it like we have been for years. Again, this was episode 70. Thank you guys all for listening, and I hope you all have a great weekend. Peace.